Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. How you doing? You good yourself? Good. Friday. We're with the music, and I forgot to, to put you back up on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. It's sunny. I know. First time in like a week or something. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, today I wanted to talk about sales meetings. Um, I know it's not always the most exciting topic, but at the same time, meetings are a reality of, of corporate life. Um, meetings are important, uh, but but for them to to work, they need to be efficient. You have to be able to have good meetings. And, and just like many things in the business world, there's no real training on how to run a business, like how to run an efficient business meeting. But, um, you know, in my experience, I've seen kind of two types of sales teams, the sales teams where there's just no meetings and, and it's not really clear what's going on. And, and you're just kind of hoping that CRM gets updated to, to kind of get an idea. And then there's this, the, the sales teams that have just a lot of meetings that are not really worthwhile. Uh, just a lot of stuff. Like they just call in reps for anything. They like, oh, let's ask the reps. Let's ask the reps. Um, and and I know you shared some information on on LinkedIn a little while ago about how to run successful meetings. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to kind of dive maybe a little deeper um, on the topic. And so, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, normally we talk about what should a sales leader do. Like, I guess what's the first things first? Like, what's the point? of a sales meeting. And I know there's different types of sales meetings, but you know, generally speaking, where you say, why, why would we have a meeting in sales? Well, that's, that's a, so, you know, to, to quote Simon Sinek, what's the why of your sales meeting? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very important question. And I think there's a few, I think there's a few things in a sales meeting. So I think the reason you have a sales meeting obviously is to find out uh, how your team's doing how things are moving forward and it's a group meeting. So, you know, you're going over some important um, information that everyone needs to know, to know you might be sharing some, um, some tricks, some, some ways of working. But I think for me, um, the sales meeting is the opportunity for your team to share for your team to learn and for everyone to be on the same page on certain things that need to be done. For you as a sales leader is to get a pulse of what's going on with your team as a whole and what they're, you know, how you can get them to share. Um, and the reason, the reason I'm defining it this way is because there's another sort of, um, there's an appendix <laughs> to the sales meeting that I believe needs to happen because if you don't have that appendix, your meeting's going to suffer and that's the one-on-one -on -one meeting. So, mm -hmm. If you, let's say, have a team of five or six salespeople to report to you as a sales manager, you should also be, you should also have a one-on-one -on -one with each of those team members. Now, let's say you're a sales VP and you're meeting all of your salespeople uh, once a month and there's a hundred salespeople, that's not a sales meeting. Right? Mm. So the sales meeting we're talking about today is when you're managing a team of reps you're the leader of, of reps, and you're also having a one-on-one -on -one with them. And that, that is a, there's a little bit of strategy in that meeting, but it's also a tactical meeting. Um, yeah. And the purpose of that is to make sure that they have what they need and that you're communicating with them and that they can move forward to achieve their objectives, i.e. your objectives too, because their objectives individually as salespeople should lead up to your full objectives. 
Um, sorry, that was a really long-winded question. And I hope I answered <laughs> a long-winded answer. And I hope I answered your question. Yeah, I think there's some there's some good stuff in there, and, and you're right. And I, I mean, obviously, we're talking about sales here, but you know, and, and ops and, and all that stuff. But the reality, like everybody suffers from that. It's just sometimes people, you know, treat people call a meeting because it's easier to, to, to have a meeting than than to maybe you know send out an email or or, or whatever. Um, but I, I think yeah, a top reason why meetings don't go too well is because there's no why. Like why why are we really having this meeting? Uh, but there's something that you, I don't know that that's what you meant, uh, but one part that I got away from what you just said was that the meeting should really be there to help people execute their KPI or execute to achieve their KPIs, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and in sales, you know, that's closing more deals, right? So if, if you have a meeting about, you know, something like building a sales process, you know, the rep has to really understand that the purpose of that meeting is that this sales process is going to help that we're building now is going to help you close more deals. Like yes. it has to be clear for the salesperson to understand yeah. why yeah. they're I've seen that so many times, right? Like I oh, will just ask sales about some sort of insight that they might have, which is great. Um, there's just no value for the salesperson, you know? Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I know I'm going maybe a, a little bit off on a tangent here, but I mean, that should be a good mantra for anything related to what we're doing with sales is like, how is this, even boil it down to a CRM property. How is the CRM property helping the rep close more deals? Oh, right? I, I, like, I, it's 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 so important, Fab. I've seen so many companies have sales meetings that are they've just become data collection for the leader and have no help in helping the 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 people move forward. And they're even data collection for the leader to protect themselves from their own leaders. It's just it's nasty and well, not nasty. It's just useless and nasty, not, 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 not verbally nasty, but nasty. And that it's just so damn useless. Um, yeah. yeah, no. So it, it's, it's an important, I mean, it's a little tangent, but it's a super important tangent. And if yeah. the sales people don't feel that it's useful to them, then it's not going to go anywhere. So your, your, your agenda needs to address um, things that are going to help your team move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I mean, to me, if you have that down pat, I mean, I think that's like 90% of the battle, right? If you can clearly articulate why a sales redesign, sales process redesign meeting is going to be help the salespeople win more deals, then, then there's something problematic at the end. And I realize there's always politics involved, like company politics and all that involved. But um, I think that has, I mean, that to me is like almost the key, like we could probably end the episode there. It's like, why are you having this meeting? And is this, is this helping the salespeople close more? I have, and I have a really, <laughs> I have a really interesting tangent here. You're right. going to think this is crazy, but it's an anecdote. It's a, well, it's an, it's, it's an example in the pseudo real world. I was watching a movie yesterday, the war movie where Brad Pitt plays uh, a leading general that goes to Afghanistan and everything falls to bits. And at one point he's having a conversation with the Afghani uh, civilians, and he's saying to them, "Oh, you know, we're just here. To, you know, it's 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 a very it's a funny movie, but he, we're just here to help you uh, get jobs so that you can feed your families and feel better." And then and then you know the translator says that to the Afghani civilians, and then one of the Afghani civilians leader says, uh, "You know, we just want you to go home. Get out of here. Leave us alone." Yeah. So if your sales meeting to your salespeople feels like 
totally alien and means nothing to them. They're just going to say, oh, I just can't wait to get out of this meeting. I'm just going to yeah. give my leader what he needs. And you need to make sure. And if you're a good leader, you're going to have an agenda that, of course, you might do a pipeline review once in a while. But you also want to bring them things that are going to help them achieve what they're trying to do. So, you know, if we go over the points that I mentioned in that LinkedIn post, the first one is have a clear agenda. Yeah. And what are the goals and objectives set for the team? So what does that mean? Well, as a, as a, as a team leader, let's say, you know, I'm hoping to close 10 deals a week, right? And the team is, so you've got five reps, so they have to close two deals a week. Well, then yes. you're going to say to them, you know, how is this moving forward? Now, it's not you didn't close your two deals. It's like, what's going on? Why are you having issues? Well, this, this, that. Okay, how can we help it move forward? And here I'm going to go again on a little tangent, but if your attitude as a leader is one of keeping the KPIs and the objectives of your teams based on things that they control, you're going to have a much more successful sales meeting. What do I mean by that? There's actions, your emails, your calls, and your methodology, how you say things and what you sell. Those are the two things that you control as a salesperson. Right. Now, those are two of the three ingredients towards results. Right. The third ingredient is the market and your client. So if everything that you talk about with your client is results, 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 and you're not talking about the external factors that they don't control, your, your reps are always going to use the excuse, oh, the economy's bad, the, the, the clients don't want to sign. But if you're saying, let's take that out of the equation because you don't control that. Let's just talk about your actions and your methodology because those are the two things you control. Well, then your sales meeting's practical because it's like, hey, John, I don't care if your client doesn't want to sign. Are you actually doing the right methodology to get them to sign? Because overall, yes, it's a tough economy. We know this year you won't sell 90% of your deals. You'll only sell 70% of your deals. But if you're doing everything you can, maybe we can crawl that up to 75 or 80%. So make sure that your goals and objectives are based on things that your reps control. Sorry, that was long-winded too. That's point number one. Well, did you have any, any, do you want to add anything to that? Cause I, yeah, I think, you know what, the part that I, you know, and I'm seeing this more and more now, I've, you know, I've been, I've been helping businesses, you know, with HubSpot for, It'll be four years now, basically. Um, and, you know, obviously I work with different teams. I don't work just with sales teams. I work with service teams and, and marketing teams as well. But um, what I'm still seeing so much of, and it's, I don't know, I never clicked on it. I don't know why. I guess it's because now there is this volume and I'm seeing a trend, I guess. It's like so many things are still not data-driven, right? Like so many decisions, comments, opinions, are not data driven, right? And so, uh, to me, when you're right, like when you're talking about things that they can control, you can measure sales activities. You can measure whether they're following, you know, their methodology by by checking to see if they're if they're gathering the right information. And and I would make sure that I would bring that to the forefront. Is try to try to make this as you know objective as possible. Like this is you know this is how many calls we made last year. You know now we know the economy is bad. You know, last time the economy is bad, we had yeah. X many calls. Yeah. So this is going to be your new target is X many calls. Now we know yeah. that you're, and I, I get that, especially for younger companies or companies that 
didn't have a fully well set up CRM are not going to have historical data, but you could still leverage the data that you have now. And like, hey, we did 100 calls per rep per month last last year and the economy was good. You know, this year the economy is harder. You know, we're expecting somewhere between, you know, having to do 120 and 150 calls a month or something like that. You know, I mean, what I mean? that's, that's a really that's a really good point, because if you're if you're looking at the data, it'll help you, obviously, directly in your actions. Right. And so like you just you gave the example, like if last year I needed to do 10 calls this year, I need to do 12 calls per close. That's data driven. That's great. But it can also affect your methodology. Because yeah. you might not have time sure. to do everything. So, well, what is it that we're going to tweak? Are we going? Maybe we'll aim for a different kind of market. Maybe we'll do a different. We'll aim for a different kind of persona. Maybe we'll have a different approach. Maybe we'll get marketing more involved at the top end, at the at the front end, uh, to do some kind of um, you know evaluation of, of the potential warm leads. Like so. So I totally agree with you. We don't look at data enough. And if you're if you can draw good information from your CRM on on past. Uh, successes. It's 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 actually a great point. I wish yeah. I could go back in time and redo my LinkedIn post. <laughs> you can always edit a post <laughs> or do a new another one. There, there you go. This is your next post. <laughs> You're gonna v two of your meetings post. So and so I think that's important. So if you and just to wrap that first point in your agenda, if you're if the goals and objectives that you're talking about in that sales meeting is the goals and objectives of your reps of what they control, then you're going to have positive reaction because you're going to help them move forward. Mm. <laughs> so if you're using data, that's awesome. Um, even better. And that's what you should be working on. And then point two is you're probably reviewing the sales pipeline, but a lot of people I find again, do it ass backwards. They look at results. Hey, why aren't your results there? You know, that, that Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross approach just doesn't work. Right. Um, what you should be doing is, again, uh, what's going on in the pipeline. Use it more as a data analysis. And, and then if there's some if you're in a group, maybe there's some suggestions that come out here because people are talking about issues they're having. And again, if you're based on actions and methodology, data backed, then you can use that and really help people in doing things that they can make a difference upon but your 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 pipeline review is sort of it's data that you're looking at to help you understand what you need to do moving forward you know you, you can i remember one one uh one boss i had in the past that i really like we do we'd have the year over year at the same time of year where were we at last year what's changed you know what clients are not there what can we do to bring them back in what's their reality so it brought on some really interesting discussions uh mm -hmm. which was which was wonderful nice yeah, I mean, I'm not as familiar with pipeline reviews, so I don't know how much I'll have, you know, to contribute there. But yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, going back to my previous point, like if you can bring out data and have a real anchor that around facts as opposed to, hey, yeah, things are hard. Let's work harder, you know, like type of thing. Yeah, like absolutely. That's, yeah. That just falls on deaf ears. And I think, yeah. uh, I don't know if this is super relevant at this point in the conversation, but, you know, I think you also need to be, you know, empathetic of people's concerns, right? Like, yeah. especially when the economy is a little more difficult and, and, you know, companies are still laying off and, and whatnot. I think there's, um, I think there are challenges. You need to accept that your reps are concerned and they are, you know, front end purposes scared that it is taking a lot longer to close deals or that their pipelines are, are, you know, slimmer or that their conversion rates are going down. Um, 
so yeah, while it has to be data driven, you still have to be human. <laughs> yes. And not just yeah, neglect, yeah. you know, not just negate negate whatever they're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but just work harder, it'll be fine. Well, I think you said the thing that's the most important right at the top of the meeting, uh, right at the top of the podcast, is that you're meeting, you have to know the why of your meeting. Yeah. And if the why of your meeting is just to gather information, you're not going to get very good adhesion to the, the your meeting format. If the why of your meeting is to help your people move forward, well, then that'll really uh, drive a good meeting That because your intentions will be in the right place. Um, the next thing I think that's important is you know, I, I put it in there, but share industry trends and best practices. Now, of course, with the internet, we all see this, but sometimes this brings on really interesting discussions. Don't neglect this in your meeting because this is where you can add some really interesting knowledge uh, that different people have gathered and share it and how you can use that knowledge to help you advance uh, in either tough times or move forward in different times. And this might even affect your strategy eventually. So I think that's really important. And then share success stories. I mean, you know, have people talk about things that are going well, you know, motivating stories. Uh, keep it positive. You know, negative doesn't work. Like if you're out there as a, you know, we didn't do our numbers and you guys are, sh you suck and you're shit. And that, that stuff just doesn't work. It just demotivates people. So keep it positive. It doesn't mean you can't talk about things that are tough, but keep it positive. Always have good solutions to, to, to moving forward. Um, you know, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what I would say on that one. Yeah. So, so what I'm, what I'm seeing here, um, is that there's really two, three, three key pillars to, you know, a good sales meeting with one understanding the why and the why needs to be directly related to, to sales people's KPIs. Um, I think two needs to be data driven and three you can't lose the human side, like saying empathetic, saying sharing success stories, having, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, there is an opportunity when we're in a group uh, to, to use emotions and empathy and all that to, to help further and to help them achieve their objectives. So that's kind yeah. of what I'm seeing the three big pillars in there. Is that, is that, would you say the same thing? Yeah, I, 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 I think so, you know, and, there's a lot of different, last thing I'd close on for me, uh, th those three pillars are great, obviously, but the last thing, the fourth pillar I'd close on is be real, be, uh, be yourself. You don't have to run a sales meeting like your old manager used to do it, or you don't have to do it like another leader. Run it the way you see is going to help your people move forward. And it's okay to start small and have a few components and then add components that make sense. Don't tell yourself, oh, I gotta have six things on my agenda, absolutely, because that's the way to do it. You know, if you only have one thing on your agenda, say, okay, we're gonna start with short sales meetings and then add modular things that are going to help move that meeting forward and help your people do a better job. It's mm. communication, it's sharing. Don't hog all, well, one thing I would add, don't hog all the talk time. Let your people talk, let them share. Let them make sure that they have uh, information, uh, an information swap. Yeah. So that's that's maybe the, the, the only thing I'd add to that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, this, is, this is interesting. You know what, it's a short episode, but maybe, maybe that's the theme here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, this is actually interesting. I hope I hope it helps. I know it's Friday, and you just want to go start the barbecue and have a beer. And I wish I still have a meeting after this. But I, don't know, so do I. <laughs> I think I'm projecting. Uh, maybe. 
Uh, no, this was good. I think, you know, like, like the top takeaways, you know, I have a clear why don't just data gather. I like, I like that, you know, the point of a meeting is not just to get information from salespeople, like your CRM yeah. should be able to do that. Right. And, yeah. and, uh, your methodology and your processes should be allow you to gather the information. I really like that part. I think a lot of people have meetings to collect data, right. They'll have like a weekly pipeline review, but it's really there to get the reps to update the CRM, right? Like that's, yeah. that's not a good use of time because what happens with those is that all the other reps are just like staring at the ceiling while that one rep is updating their meetings and their data, their, their deals, and then move on to the second and all that, not data gathering. I think that's, that's a big one too. Yes. Don't data gather tree meeting. That's a very good point. <laughs> All right, Paul, this was short and sweet, kind of, still 20 minutes, but uh, thank you so much, and we'll talk next week. Thanks, Fab. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right, take care. Bye-bye.